Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. We have a fun episode for you today. We've got Sue Hall on the mic and Corey Place. What's up? Guys, this is going to be one of the last podcasts we record with no video. I just wanted to say I was that. like, where's this going? <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. I didn't tell you Surprise. guys before we got started. But we just got turned off. Dear Alice is coming to an end. <laughs> oh, no, but I, well, we'll still be on this. We'll still be on the podcast, obviously. But in addition to, we are going to be recording this in front of a camera, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So everybody get better get their hair cut. I, know, I was about to say, I need to do my hair then. You guys better get buffed and polished. You're feel, about to go like on TV. Just, I feel like we're just getting our bearings underneath us. You know what I mean? This is audio. And now we're like, oh, I just got used to that. It's so like, yeah. maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll learn that people don't want to look at us or maybe they just listen to the podcast and don't watch us. Yeah. I know. Um, I've heard multiple times people saying like, I wouldn't expect Corey to look like that from the sound of his voice. And I don't know if that's a knock on my voice or how I look, but yeah, You're maybe. True. Yeah. yeah. I, you look exactly the way I think you should look. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But maybe it's because Sue and I's pictures are always out there. So they already know what we look like, though. I have heard that people think that my voice belongs to you and your voice belongs to me. It's <laughs> fun. Yeah. No more confusion then. We're yeah. just yeah. getting it We're setting the record there. straight. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you guys decide you just like video or audio only, just let us know. So then we don't have to go on video. Cause I'm like, why are we doing this? Who wants to look at us? I think we started a video. Do you remember when we started this whole shabaka? Please bless that those are not available to watch on YouTube still. They're not on YouTube, but I have them. (laughs) I've referenced them a couple times. Why? Uh, Pray tell why. (laughs) Why? Why? Just for entertainment. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. You have to start somewhere. You know what? Put your shovel on the ground. Yeah, we started. We knew then that we shouldn't video. Probably when we saw that footage, we're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> we're really awkward. So <laughs> we're just hoping it's better this round. Yes. Yeah, it's it's going to take us a second, probably. But Definitely. Okay, I have a question for you, too. I want to know, before we get into the podcast, what is the thing that you find yourself, that you're an enabler to, that you find yourself continuing to purchase over and over and over again? It could be just for yourself. It could be for your closet. It could be for your children. And you're like, for instance, Sue Hall and I took our design center to see the Barbie movie Mm. because we were celebrating our Barbie dream house. And Suzanne says, while we're buying concessions, oh shoot, I forgot my... I forgot my tumblers. <laughs> I forgot my tumblers and popcorn buckets. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that means because uh, if anybody gets popcorn, it would, they were just given the paper buckets of popcorn and then people eat the... She buys the full blown versions that you would bring home plastic, big buckets and wash and then bring back. And she buys like the thermos cup yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has the, the name of the movie theater on it. Uh, and I was like, Tumblr guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to know what else you guys are storing at your households oh, or you buy, or also here's a, for so instance, we just talked about how me. edited I am. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like selling car seats and keeping these? tumblers and stuff. <laughs> I know it makes no sense, right? Other than oh, this, I feel like Suzanne would be the easiest sell. Like you could be like, hey, do you want to buy this, this, this card? And it will give you a free bucket of popcorn after you buy 50. And she'd be like, heck yeah, I'll yeah. buy that for a hundred dollars. 
<laughs> she did that once at Jamba Juice. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Suzanne, oh, I love you. Suzanne trusts uh, everybody. That's what's fun about Sue is you have instant rapport with her oh, and shoot. she believes you and she would buy your car oh. if you were selling it. But my naughty boys won't be able to crumble the tumbler. It yeah, is solid. That's true. Otherwise we'd have Sprite everywhere if I just relied on the disposable <gasps> ones every time. You buy your kids soft drinks? It's a movie. <laughs> Murder of fun. Like, of course I buy my children soft drinks. Gotcha. Oh, oh, that's awesome. My mom probably in the old days would give us like, well, she wouldn't buy us popcorn, I don't think, but if she did. She'd probably buy us a small and all six of us would share it. And then she'd be like, you guys pass this one cup of plastic water, cup of, cup of paper cup of water back and forth. And it would have like floaties in it for my little brothers. We'd all be drinking it. We'd all be drinking off the same thing. I'm like, what? You guys are rich. You're, you guys are able to have your own soft drinks. <laughs> did your parents let you have soft drinks growing no, up? No, but I think that that's why. My, yeah. No, Provo Grandma would like smuggle microwave popcorn in her coat with okay. like dollar store candy in Good her pockets her. Yeah. and just like she's you like absolutely not, not that's obscene the amount that they're charging you for popcorn at the movie theater yeah and so i think both tom and her are just like let's buy popcorn let's buy the tumbler uh, yeah it'll be fun because we're gonna do this again it's gonna be the best i don't know do you I find yourself it. like doing the like something yes. polar opposite of the for thing sure. that you did never have like you're yeah. just like oh, i will never go without i will never go without a nerd's rope uh-huh. at the movie theater yeah they're delicious and i don't <laughs> want my kids to just be the only ones to enjoy that yeah yourself a nerd's rope so true. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. What are you constantly yeah, buying? Pleasures. Go ahead. Um, I think, I mean, we were talking a little bit uh, about this, but I, I buy like, I need to stop, but every sh- pair of shoes I buy, I buy like, I have white shoes and I don't know. I got into a kick with it and now I just felt like it's, these are white and black, but yeah, these are like sorry, I was looking some of my newest. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing. Also kind of going back to what my kids do. Uh, you know, I didn't have as a kid. So I'm like always buying toys, especially if, if we're at like, you know, doing something special, you know, going to Disneyland, like they always get a toy and I'm like, I don't know why they need a $90, you know, castle. Spidey bug. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do that. And I would say probably like going to Disneyland, like with, I did not get to go. I went one day with my grandparents and it was like a watered down day. It was great. Thank you though, grandparents. Um, so that's, yeah, that's probably, it. it's like, I just go there a ton because yeah. I was like, my kids, my kids are going to, you know, going to get sick of it. That's how much they're going to go, you know? So yeah. yeah, that's probably it for me. Yeah. What, what about, about you, Jess? You? I also only got to go to Disneyland once growing up and I've not been, I've been once with my kids. You know, the, <laughs> what got me were the commercials, like they yeah. All the time. And I was like, man, everyone's happy. Like, I want to go there Look and have fun. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Toontown is open. I feel it's like the 90s. it just needs to come from one parent or the other. Like it just needs to be important. But right. And then the other parents like, yeah, let's do it. We'll get on board. But I don't think Adam or I have ever been like, let's make sure and get to Disneyland every year. Mm-hmm. So did that come from you or did that come from Mari? Oh, from probably me. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Mari would be like, yeah, once in a lifetime is great. Whatever. So actually Craig is the one that like we are oh, yeah. accountant. Yeah. 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 He one day was just like, yeah, I'm going to Disneyland. I was like, Oh cool. Like who with? He's like myself. I was like, Mari and I will go with you. I, you know? And then when we, when we went, I was like, I forgot how much I like loved this. You know what it's I mean? Amazing. So, so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Craig. So you can go to Disneyland by yourself as an adult. I just wanted to say that's out loud it's, to everybody listening. It is possible. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just, you just have Get a great time. A genie pass mm-hmm. and just blow your own mind. 
Gotcha. So, you just do single rider all day. Oh my You're just gosh. hopping on every ride. See, lucky deck. Actually, yeah. not a bad gig. How do you feel about Disneyland, Sue? I love it. I grew up going there too. Yeah. We lived in Southern California. So yeah, I love Disneyland. Yeah. I would go, I would get season passes if my kids weren't so young, mm-hmm. maybe when they're older and like we have all the time in the world. That's the other thing. We don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have time right now. Totally. But, but I, I think it's so fun. And yeah. the last time we went to Disneyland, we stayed like in the park, like at Disneyland hotel. Mm-hmm. That was a game changer. Like we just, we got on the plane, we took a shuttle to Disneyland stayed at Disneyland, went there, took us. So we didn't even rent a car. I took a shuttle back to the airport and left. And it was so much fun. Amazing. So much fun. Cause it was a complete, like we didn't have any other distractions, a family around, mm-hmm. you know, if I am having to visit this person or this person or. Yeah. And like, it was the most like saturated fun I've had in a long time. That's so good. You mm. know? So yeah, I'm uh. with you. I'm with you, Cor. I love yeah. Disneyland. And like when you're there. And just like, we've talked about this. So sorry, like just operationally, like it's just stunning it really how is. they operate. Like you never see a full trash can. You never see anyone taking out the trash can. You never like the streets are like dewy in the morning because they spray everything down. Mm-hmm. Everything's absolutely perfect when you like, you know, like Cinderella's fairies just like came and mm-hmm. like spritz the place. And you're just Amazing. like, if you and day. Adam, Kate and Jane went to mm-hmm. Disneyland like as adults. Yeah. Like yeah. Right now yeah. you guys we would, would have it. a blast. And you'd stay yeah. at the Grand Guaranteed. California Adventure. Amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Stay there. It says a spa and a lodge. So when you stay there, you can like, I was pregnant last time we went. So I would go back and take a nap mm. and I'd go back. So it wasn't like pressure nice. to get everything done in 24 hours. Yeah. That sounds miserable. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, people do it. And the thing is when you go there, people was like saved. Like you, you can see there's just families that have been there for like, yeah. anyway. And they, they got to squeeze the juice out of it because squeeze yeah. the juice out of it, which yeah. is awesome. I don't know. It's just, it's a good memory. Yeah. But that's so fun. Agreed. Jess, what's so yours? I, I don't know. I asked the question, but I'm trying to think of like, what do I keep buying? I buy, um, a lot of, <laughs> you know what? I've kidding. only, yes, I do love hats. I have a lot of hats. I finally like slowed my roll on hats. Um, I feel like you have cool jackets too. Oh, thank you. I yeah. do. I love coats, mm. coats and jackets. Have great coats. And I love necklaces. And I have been on a hunt for earrings lately and shoes. I just keep buying shoes. Weird. Different shoes. I I buy stuff that I that don't look like me because I'm so sick of myself. So I'm the opposite. Like mm. Like my husband, Adam is like Corey and he buys white shoes with white soles. And then he'll show me another pair of white shoes with white soles. He's like, what do you think? And I'm like, girl, you got eight pair of these. I don't know why you think you need more. Like, show me something different, right? Show me, show me something in suede or camel or something black or something with color or a little bit of red on it or cobalt blue or anything. But he just, he's just like attracted to the same thing and buys the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. because it's like proven to him. But I'm like, no, don't you want to slap yourself in the face? I'm always trying to like Mm -hmm. switch it up and get something new that challenges me. Yeah. So something funny to go along with that is before we ever talked about this, Adam and I were in Indonesia on the way out there. He had these like white shoes, but they had like like a gum sole. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, he wore another pair and they were white, like, like the next, and I just thought to myself, I was like, Oh, cool shoes. And it's like, obviously we're both loving like white shoes and we never talked about (laughs) it. That's hilarious. I know it is funny how like you kind of get in these moods where you just keep buying the same thing. You're like, I'm just like in a, in a loop. I'm cutting a loop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep buying these things. Like I buy dresses a lot too, Okay, because I find it's like one decision that you have to make. It's true. 
you know what I mean? You just put one thing on and you don't have to make more decisions in the morning when you already have to make decisions for people for a living. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sue and I are like, we got to make a million decisions for people today. So I got to save all my decision-making for later. (laughs) Yeah. I stick to the tumblers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just go into a dark room. No one sees me anyway, but then she leaves them at home and has to buy another one. (laughs) Oh no, you probably bring them because you know, because I have Tom usually with me and he's a lot more, he's a better He's a gear guy. Yeah, he brings the gear. Yep. Yeah. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand, to your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Stuff. (sighs) You guys, today on Dear Alice, we are going to talk about trend crushes. This means this is the stuff that we are crushing on right now. And I don't know where you guys went for your trend crushes. One of my favorite things is my saved button on Instagram. I think I might like it more than Pinterest right now. Mm, yeah. Weird, huh? No, it's what you're on most, yeah. most of the time. You, like imagine the amount of hours you're on Instagram versus Pinterest. Yeah. You only have so much time at the end of yeah, the day. Totally. I find that for things interior design related, mm-hmm. I find that I like my saved button on Instagram more than I like my Pinterest, oddly, unless I'm working on a client project for someone else. And I like Pinterest better because it's organized. We've organized it all into folders and it's really easy to access and understand. Um, But when I'm just thinking about myself, like what do I like for myself when I'm caught in a rut and I'm looking to be inspired, unless it's like beauty or fashion related, then I like my Pinterest better. Agreed. Really? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Fascinating. Yeah. I, you're better at the Instagram save than I am. I like go back and I'll save, but I think your algorithm is like locked in, mm. you know, on your Instagram. Yeah. I think you have to have like be following. And I follow like a lot of really great people. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you like, know what? For, Speaking of algorithm, I do feel like I, I think I got out of my algorithm because I must've started liking or saving quotes. Mm. And now they just keep feeding me 
pages with words on them. And so I, like, every wise, other one feels like a words. quote. And I'm like, damn it, where's all the pretty pictures? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I need Get to. Get on here to read. So I, even when I'm scrolling, <laughs> it's probably TMI, but I'm like, oh shoot, it's a it's something with a word. Fast. So I scroll fast. <laughs> I'm like, I can't read it. All right. to break the algorithm. All right, Instagram is going to know. Or Instagram is going to figure me out again. I got I to gotta hold down on the pretty picture and sit and study it and save it to get my rhythm back. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> I'm out of rhythm right now. Anyway, back to trend crushes. What are you crushing on right now, you guys? Suze has the most. She did the most homework, I feel like. You guys, I love a research project. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Does that... This is very you. I, I feel I like. know. I love, I love podcast Suzanne because I get to see this side of her that I didn't know existed, which was she loves a research paper and she, gr- and girl has 100 pages printed out from the copier in front of her with beautiful images. Mm-hmm. So I did not do my homework, but I'm going to ad lib and I'm looking at all my saved <laughs> pictures. I'm looking at all my saved quotes right now. <laughs> I'm like getting a glimpse probably in how you two are like, uh, um, students. That's how Jess is like very good on her feet. Cause it's just like, I'm just going to wing it right now. Rock and roll. Seems fumbling papers. <laughs> amazing. Yes. Okay. Oh. I actually, you know, one thing I'm seeing in common, which is really interesting between you and I both. Mm-hmm. Um, is number one color. I'm seeing color as a massive trend crush right now. And I'm seeing red. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so fun. I feel like in fashion, um, depending on the different, the different fashion lines you follow, which is really Mm -hmm. fun for me. It's like looking at their new fall collections is Mm -hmm. what colors are they showing? Mm -hmm. What metals are they using? Because we know that that the interiors are going to follow suit, but I feel like fashion leads and fashion. Um, we have a friend that is in the fashion game. And what he's told me is that you want to introduce fashion first in Europe. They catch on then Asia catches on, then America catches on. And because he speaks, um, we have a friend that speaks Japanese and he speaks Korean, I think. They went to Asia first to trying to get it catch on first and simultaneously trying to get it to catch on to Europe. And I was like, that's fascinating that I I would think America would influence maybe the Asian cultures, but for sure Europe leads it, which is fascinating. Anyway, so it's sense if you think about like all the original, like just like fashion shows and stuff, they're in Milan, they're in like yeah. London, they're, you know, yeah. Um, and you do have fall fashion week, but I think like that is introduced after, uh-huh. you know, I think all those ones happened before. Yeah. And because we're really, you know, creating product and whatnot, we have to try really hard to get ahead of it, especially because in inception of whatever we're creating, it's going to take a year to get to market Yeah, and you don't want to be lagging in any way, or by the time it gets to market, it's going to feel like you really left behind. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it's interesting to see, um, some of the European for sure, um, I'd say designers, interior designers, but also fashion designers to be looking to them for color. And we know color is like king right now. I think that it's taking a minute for the interiors market to fully lift off. I think there's still people making, you know, black and white decisions in their homes right now, but I'm excited about what's coming. I just feel the pulse in a big way. So So, yeah, it's like Full color, like it is saturated okay. ceiling, walls, floor, uh-huh. everything. And then the color that you're on adding on top of it is like just contrasting again. So you feel that color block like yeah. popping off the wall. Color on color. And it is good. Yeah. And it's pure chroma. Pure chroma. Yeah. There's which no, is really fun. It's so unapologetic. Guys. Yeah. 
It's really, really good. So I good. for sure am crushing on that. There's this one picture and we'll put all this. I always say the show notes, but I actually don't know what, where those sit. Um, we can add these to go. Like our YouTube we, channel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. There's this one that I'm looking at right now that it looks like baked deep terracotta and it is everywhere. It's on the halls. It's like this hallway vestibule, even on like it's on the walls, like in a plaster and then on their casing, it's all like high gloss. Like it's on the stair treads. It's on the stair skirt. It's on all the trim work. You see like this glassiness hate you, but you're just surrounded by it. And then like they have this entry bench. It's this wood that just kind of like monochromes right into the wall. But then they have this like painting above the bench. That's this like cobalt blue, like this eaves blue. And it is so electric. The combination of those two, the temperature change, um, it's just good. So I'm, mm-hmm. I like, that's how I'm doing my bathrooms too. Just like kind of encompassing you. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I've, and I've experienced that feeling too. And I love the way I feel in those spaces yeah. historically. So that's what I'm crushing on yeah. the most. That's what I'm looking at the most, probably because I'm in creation mode Yeah. Um, where I want to be. I think even like we were bouncing around these like paint colors for my bathroom mm-hmm. and I had strips and I was trying to get Jess's feedback and you made a really good point and Tommy the same point. Like, do we need it to be lighter? And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't like myself in our bedroom and we painted our bedroom light mm-hmm. and I just want to be like saturated. So yeah. that's what I'm crushing on. Yeah. One of the things. Uh, and on. I think what a cool thing to be sensitive enough to know how you feel in your space mm-hmm. that I feel better in the space. Suzanne will say, I feel bored in a neutral room. Yeah. <laughs> she just, just doesn't do any, it doesn't, any. doesn't give you an experience in unless any way. it's white. Oh really? Unless oh yeah. It's white. Yeah. So yeah. you actually went pure color in every room in your house, mm-hmm. which is each of your bedrooms is a different color, fully all out mm-hmm. trim ceilings. Everything is all yeah. full saturation. Like even the public space, it's white floors with white, white, with white. walls with yeah. white ceilings and trim. Yeah. And I so love this isn't, that. this isn't a new thing for no, you. It's, it's this is something new. that you've been in the vein of, I would say for three years, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I I think it's pure to you. Yeah, it's pure, but still continually what I crush on and what I pull and the tones of things change or like become more earthen or come, you know, Mm -hmm. chroma, like we said, but yeah, I think that's the fun thing about figuring out what you like. There will be a string of that, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout, hopefully throughout like your evolution, it'll shift and it'll get better or just like different, you know, as it should, but like you should have some consistencies. Yeah. That you're consistently drawn to. That means like you will forever be drawn to that thing. Yep. That's okay. Yeah. I think it's good. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. We should know that about ourselves. Know that about yourself. That's our job, right? I see that color a lot, Sue. I've that baked terracotta, baked earth, that rust. It's from the seventies and I just keep seeing it. I mean, at least I don't think it's from the eighties in my eighties experience growing up. I never saw rust, but I think the seventies were brown and yellow and rust and those yeah. more earthy. Yeah. Tones. And then the eighties, we started to feel party brights and neons. Like neons, like right. Yeah, the depth of the color kind of pulled back and uh-huh. then like, just like the, it was like amateur brights. hour. Yeah. Yes. Pastel Teals brights paint. for sure. The windbreakers, all, all the things, but yeah. So I do think it's kind of like, there is um, a confidence of the eighties, but I feel a lot of the seventies and I feel like in wovens and furniture, for sure. we're feeling like, you know, what would be called wicker back in the seventies. We yeah. were seeing like that just like massive movement that's been going on for a while, but yeah. And I think there's just like a natural rela- relaxation. And we talk about this a little bit in the design through the decades mm-hmm. of just like what happened before us was like COVID, right? Mm-hmm. We're all coming off of that. We're wanting to feel, we're wanting to feel something. So I think saturation, we're all crushing on that. 
we're also crushing on this, like this kind of seventies movement, something I'm looking at your hat, Jess, Mm -hmm. and it is this natural material. And like, there's something just relaxing about it. And I think we all wanted to be put at ease. And I think there's something, the round edges are soft, be gentle with us, Mm -hmm. you know, on furniture, on everything. We're seeing that radius. We're all still, I'm still crushing on it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so soft and it feels so sculptural. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, I'm looking at this picture of like all these different concepts and there's nothing on it. That's not, that doesn't have like that. A radius to it. A radius or a softness or something. An organic, organic line. Matter, yeah. You know, just kind of, yeah. yeah. I also feel like the bodies. hyperformal spaces are, there's a, there's a real casualness going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something that I'm just loving and feeling for myself and, mm-hmm. and in our own work. But I just feel a real sense to be at ease and at home, you know what I mean? And be comfortable. I don't feel like anybody needs to really suffer to be beauty. Like we don't need to pop our collars. We don't need to wear heels. I feel like girls are all wearing flats right now. They're wearing overalls. They're wearing denim. They're barefoot in the field. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one picture that we're crushing on that's of this pool that the grass comes all the way up to the coping of the pool. And it looks like there's nothing around it. It's in a field. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where the primary residence is, but it's just like grass and fields and like two lawn chairs. And I'm like, that's where I want to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like just easy grass underfoot. Yeah. Your feet won't get hot from the concrete running to the pool. Exactly. Yeah. Just relax. There's nothing too polished about it. Like Mm -hmm. I can be 100% at ease. Yes. Okay, I'm also loving, I'm seeing this in fashion and also in a space in front of me right now, which is monochrome. I really love it. Um, we've been watching. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we've been watching like seasons of the Kardashians, I think for two of them where they're wearing the gloves that match the bodysuit and the heels are connected to the whole outfit. And it's one color, one thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same Lycra material throughout, even covering the fingers and the toes, like so crazy. But these bodysuits. And we're seeing it in workout wear too, where girls are wearing a full body suit. Girls, go you. I just, I've never had the body type to want to see what my form looks like in one piece of Lycra. Yeah, but I love that they can do it. So great. So yeah, I'm seeing like one thing, one shade carried throughout the room where the chair is the same color as the ground, as the walls, as that discipline of one thing. I think is really fun. I'm totally into it. I don't know. I don't know how or where I would do that in my house, but I mean, I guess I'm thinking of like your green bedroom with a green bed in it Mm -hmm. and you'll have the green bathroom, but you'll have of course the burled front doors, Mm -hmm. but like just only using the discipline of one color. I'm really loving it in um, the outfits and the fashion that I'm seeing right now. I just think it's so chic. I do too. Yeah. 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 Mega crush on that. It's really, really good. It, it takes, I mean, can you imagine just buying the entire outfit? Like the denim, that's the same color as the jacket, as the shirt, as the, like you're, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to just get the jeans and go home and wear it with whatever you're like Mm -hmm. all in, in this one look. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's fun. It's really good. It's fun to see the runway or even like the different pieces and parts of it that are different Mm -hmm. textures, but they're all in the same color range. They're so pretty. Yeah. It looks like really effortless and a little deconstructed, Uh you know, so it's not like, aside Kardashians are like polished on point, like that stuff's shining. Yeah. But for, I think for the, I think on the runway, I think you see it a little bit more loosened up than that. So you do feel different textures, but it's all within the same family of color. Totally. I have another picture on here, which kind of speaks to what you're talking about, but even just like this, there's this picture of this like white plaster vase with this massive like bouquet of just like yellow something. I don't know, 
but it's all one same thing. Mm-hmm. It's sameness. And it's just like quantity of this, like one beautiful thing. And it's a celebration of that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think just like within the home, just collections. Yeah. You know, I think that that like rings true for so many things back to like the monochrome outfit mm-hmm. to the florals that we use. Like it's, it rings stronger and truer if you keep it monochrome yeah. versus like getting the, the mixed the bouquet. bouquet. <laughs> Don't do that. The mixed bouquet. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely just using one type of flower Mm -hmm. and doing it in a mass amount. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. One, the actual picture that springboarded this whole topic was it's on our sheet too. And it's, um, I think it's from flak design. That's what this is from anyway. And it's like massive. I think I sent it over to Jess and Corey and Corey's like, dude, we should do a, we should do a podcast about just like spaces we're crushing on. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's incredible. It's this kitchen and it has just like what the most amazing like viola marble it looks like with this wood front cabinet and the ceiling where we're all like maybe tiring a little bit of fluting and, and things. This actually has, um, yeah, that's a flute. Not yeah. a Anyway, this giant exaggerated flute on the ceiling that doesn't feel stodgy at all. Like it's super fresh. It's in lacquer. And I think we're all crushing on that. And I think, and a lot of these things, just like white plaster forms, like again, you feel the organic, mm-hmm. just something that just like, you can tell the form of it. Yeah. See it all the time. The Guggenheim effect, right? Where you can actually like see the lines of things. They just show better in white. And if it has a texture to it, mm-hmm. you just feel the, you know, the steps and the, re- you know, raises and everything. So yeah, we're all, we're all still crushing on white plaster. Oh yeah. Jess has another like mega sculptural Mm -hmm. staircase. That's just like winding from this like beautiful skylight and this nuts fried rice chandelier. What is that? I know. Well, I think the thing for me is those stairwells, those stairwells where the railing is the sheetrocked wall that just comes up. So you're not seeing the balustrade repeat. You're just seeing this thing like a snail in the space, just one big form um, and you're also not seeing mm. the individual steps so much. It's just this wall, you know? So great. And it feels like a massive monolithic sculpture in the middle of a home. And the discipline of that is so pretty. Even the discipline of the stair. Do you see how the stair is just like one continuous material from yes. the tread to the riser uh-huh. on up from side to side? There's no runner. There's no rods or anything. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. And so it just like gives such strength yeah. to the whole thing without distraction when you're trying to focus on this this beautiful this floral sculpture, I'm like, I imagine that's a chandelier, probably made of glass, just like dripping so beautifully, like just fell from heaven. That is stunning. So pretty. Crushing on that. Yeah. Sure. So pretty. Yeah. Those staircases are such a beautiful mm-hmm. moment in any project to get to do, but we haven't ever just done that. We've done like the glass wall, but the, you know what I mean? Like the gypped wall mm-hmm. or I don't know, isn't that when, when they use sheetrock yeah. or would it be masonite yeah. or? Um, yeah, I'd probably use both or you could use either. Um, sometimes they sell sheets of stuff that are like curved in the back so they can like shape it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, you could use drywall like gypsum as well. So pretty. Girl, we're doing a lot of Barclays. Oh, so pretty. Get ready, get ready. We're from all, on that for sure. Yeah. From all the stuff that I like, um, was looking at and I didn't really notice until I sat down here and looked at this photo again. Um, I'm pointing at the one that work where it started. Uh, but all of mine had like radius in it. There's like a radius Island, like the interior of an Island. So it kind of like yeah. this kind of reminded me of that. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh yeah, I just love like radius anything. Um, yeah. Looking at pictures. That's here. so rad. Man, when, That's we're, so cool. when we're live on YouTube, you're going to see all this stuff. 
Yeah, you are. Well, let's talk about kitchens. What are you guys tr- crushing on in a kitchen today? A kitchen today? You know? Yeah, because I know people are always like, what do I do? Is it the white kitchen? We're feeling stain grade come, popping up in a big way, but we all remember those stain grade kitchens that we've remodeled to mm-hmm. turn into some version of a painted kitchen. And so it is, you know, it's hard, I'm sure, for some people. I've been living with a white oak kitchen for the last eight years, and I love it. So, so love it still. But it's hard to think about bringing in a different type of wood besides oak or walnut. Like I can't imagine doing a cherry kitchen again or maybe, I don't know. I was going to say maybe mahogany, but I don't know. It's that's too red for me. Yeah, totally. um, And that's my problem with cherry too. Is like, it's just too, has Mm -hmm. too much pink in it. Mm -hmm. I like the rhythm. I think like the more and more I like the rhythm of like a rift, you know, or something straight or a burl, like Mm -hmm. it has to feel like, again, kind of disciplined and it's one thing, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. But also like or, not too formulaic. Like sometimes if yeah. you just get like regular sawn white oak or um, mm-hmm. white or red oak, actually, it's just a ton of just cathedrals everywhere. And yeah. it almost feels too, yeah. too, too formulaic for me. Yeah. Um, but I like a little bit warmer wood lately. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm gravitating towards that, but. Uh, what would be an example of a warmer wood for you? Like a honey tone? Like Iconum? maybe even a little bit warmer than that. Like our, our showroom floor. Like I oh, really yeah. like that. Yeah, really pretty. Um, so not like crazy dark, but uh, yeah. And then something with a little bit more sheen. I, mm-hmm. I've been like liking a ton. We have a nightstand called the Clio nightstand. And uh, last week I was working on the finish of it um, in Indonesia and we put some more sheen on it. I think it's, it was like 24% yeah. sheen. Um, and I just, I love it. Like the, it just makes me feel like the other one is dry, which I think has its place. That's like still good, but I've just, yeah, just been loving the sheen on like a natural wood. I don't know. I love that. I love that too. Answer your question. I, and I think you were even surprised when you're like, what do you do in your cabinets? I'm like, I'm doing stain on all of them. Oh yes. For my, for the for bathrooms. My bathrooms. Yes. Like, but even like thinking about if I were to redo my kitchen tomorrow, what would I do? Mm-hmm. And I would probably do something like I'm doing, maybe, maybe I would have it painted. So it's like more monochrome with the room, which I think is really fun. If you mm-hmm. like color, like go for it. Who has ever been sad when they looked at a colored kitchen? Nobody. Nobody. But if I were like, just depending on my slab, I'm just, I love the stone. Mm-hmm. I think the stone and cuts, it's kind of the hero in the bathrooms. Yeah. And so like I kind of let that dictate mm-hmm. what the what the whole kitchen's going to be. But back to this one with flack, I'm like, I think this is really successful. Again, they use this feel and marble, mm-hmm. and then but they actually like traced with like on the face frame, it's all marble, mm-hmm. you know. So I think I would do something like that. I think it's like using materials in more interesting ways. Yeah, that's what I'm craving. That's what I'm crushing on in mm-hmm. kitchens. Um, I'm, I'm still, I think we've been doing this for a little less bit, less predictable, less predictable, mm-hmm. fewer uppers to let more light in. Mm-hmm. I think if I were to do a kitchen and I didn't have to have the storage, especially I would do if less. it's like a little bit smaller or maybe just yeah. depending, depending on like what your storage outlets are. Like if you have spots or if you're good at the edit and you only like use what you use, mm-hmm. you know, like if you could have like, just make expand, like mine's really small. I'd probably want to expand the space. And so I probably would do fewer uppers and just like rely on open shelving and make it more utility and yeah. restaurant. And I think it's just the lightness of just like not having that, those, that weight on your shoulders, which upper cabinets sometimes feel like, mm-hmm. um, I think they're just like a lightness back to like, I think we're just all wanting things to be easier. Mm-hmm you know, and not feel so heavy. So yeah. I'd probably do and something like really interesting have, on the countertop. Oh, if you have a good pantry these days, which today in homes that are built, 
the pantry does a lot of the heavy lifting of the storage Mm -hmm. so that the main kitchen doesn't have to hold every dish, every glass, every mug, you know, like there's weird, we, we accumulate weird stuff as people. You're really good at the edit. Suzanne will sell it before it has time to catch dust on it. So yeah. So you don't have have to worry about it. Yeah. Like, or just do something more interesting than just cabinetry. I have to get rid of a few of those popcorn buckets and tumblers. tumblers. You know, or just get a pantry to hold them all. She's like, how many do you have? I'm like, I think I have like six tumblers. <laughs> Gosh. I only have one bucket though. One popcorn bucket. That's hilarious. Go to the movie with me, guys. I'm really fun. Yeah. Well, so much fun. Okay. Another thing I'm crushing on still mm-hmm. is murals as wallpaper. Shoot. Yeah. I feel like um, it's still such a game changer every time. Yes. We, I feel like the first, one of the first murals we did, I feel like was maybe Tiger Oak in the, powder bath yeah the gucci herons Mm -hmm. and ever since then it's like the small scale is really hard to satisfy once you've gone big you just love Mm -hmm. a scene a mural a gracie paper uh and everybody's catching on and so it's easier to do it without breaking the bank Mm -hmm. and when i see a whole room transformed in a mural actually sue and i did a space like 15 years ago at the very beginning of alice lane and we had a tyler hensinger come do a plaster mural in a bedroom and it's still probably one of our favorite spaces 100%. today. And it was the first time we, we experienced bring that back. We're going to throw that on the ALI. A mural. Thing. Oh my just gosh. Like, just the impact of just like that staying power. So beautiful. Also, yeah. 15 years ago. Yes. And we still love it. Just like if I could, if I could recreate that. Was it in a master? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I know. What yeah. You're talking about. That's awesome. But it was and completely that was the first time I had experienced like really being in a residential scene like that. And it was the most peaceful, restful, beautiful space. Heavenly. Yeah. And whenever I see a mural like that, I'm completely transported and I just, my, my spirit loves it. Like my spirit inside my body just leaps. And I'm like, yes, this is so good. Is I'm so still good. crushing on it. Even though it's not like fresh or new, like a crush would be. I just had to say murals. That's all. <laughs> I was, but yeah, I, I pulled one. This is from a, I think a, designer in Mexico. Oh, he, this, so whole, this idea, I'm just like, I draw, I'm like, I really want to take a space and I want to paint on the walls. Yeah. Or just like, do you know what I mean? Just uh-huh. like to do something. I you think should. just like just one of a kind things. Or if you know an mm. artist or you have someone, you know, that could like do something for you that was 100% you. I'm like, oh, what? There's nothing better than that. You should do and it. And to start painting on your walls. What if you did Why it in your it? primary bath? Like what if you did green on green, like chose? Yeah, good a darker shade than your wall color and took a paintbrush to it and, yeah. or a couple shades, right? That'd be fun. And just did, you know, just some like monolithic, or something, just like growing up and yeah. around everything. And it's not so much wall that it's like overwhelming. It daunting. Could be my, my lab. Yeah. It could be my, my design lab. It'd be so dreamy. But I see like all these, like the painted pools, like tiled pools, of course we're crushing on like without a doubt, but yes. even like the painted pools like in you know a, in a place where it wouldn't like completely rot like utah yeah like oh i just love it mm-hmm. i love like just street art and i love just that expression of just like in such a big way like the mural yeah you know love that's it. just makes yeah. you feel something oh it makes me feel something you know what else i'm crushing on yeah mm. colored sofas Ooh, girl yeah you just got a blue sofa in your office uh i did and i also just put a blue sofa in my home and there's this beautiful plum colored sofa with a pink welt in this room 
that I just love. And every time I go to make furniture for the showroom floor, I want so bad to do it in color, but I don't know if anybody's with me. And so I, I'm like, ah, do I need to do it in neutral? But then inevitably, like whenever we put like the Miranda or something like that in a color, they always sell really fast. I think. So I'm just like in such a colored upholstery mood. I think like the woven, like the natural woven, mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I get fatigued of that. Yeah. You know, especially on upholstery. Cause I, we see a ton of it and have for a, a little bit. Um, so whenever I see a sofa that is just like, you know, bright and vibrant, it, it, yeah, it definitely, like you said, mm-hmm. makes me feel something. I'm like, Oh something. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You never tire. I've had a blue sofa in my living room since I got married. We bought a blue sofa when we lived in Virginia and I love it still. I yeah. love the way it sits. It's so great. I have a purple bed in my bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I just got a second blue sofa That's in my house. Fun. I just, I really love it. Yeah. So I just wanted to say colored upholstery. Yeah, girl. We yeah. need to do more of that. We do. You yeah. know what? And I think this is one thing we learned a long time ago, back in Orem even, <clears throat> like an A is an A. If yes. it's amazing, it'll sell. Yep. It's an A, mm-hmm. you know? So agreed. Yes. This is- Hands up if you agree. Maybe you okay. don't. This is something that I'm loving. I've never seen like an OG detail like that in a corner. Ooh, yeah, buddy. What? Isn't that so cool? Super cool. Yeah, this is a home that we're doing um, down in St. George. And it's really cool because the homeowner, he's also, he builds commercial buildings and things, but he has done, pl- he like has a plaster business. Oh, and okay. so we're like, how great are all these spaces? I'll have to put this on there. All these, all this is going to be plastered. So whenever you can have like a profile or stepping how and you they, plaster it. How did they do that? Like, just, is that, is that drywall? I don't know. We, we drew out the shape. And so I don't know if they accomplished it like through drywall or if like, cause I don't think there, we didn't specify any molding for that to kind of curve up and down. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're looking at pictures and you guys can't see them right now. Um, but these are just like in the corner of this like opening instead of casing it, we just had the drywall create really interesting, this um, stepped edge on the corners of this like gradual arc. Yeah. That's, and that shape is called an OG by the way. That's that little OG. It's kind of an yeah. elongated OG. Mm-hmm. Um, but they could, I mean like that's probably a block and maybe they were able to find some type of molding and then like, you know, yeah. Like mold. From there. It in. Yeah, yeah. Molded, but just like, inter- so cool. I think just like interesting shapes. And, but if that were, two-tone you wouldn't feel it as much as like if the whole thing is plastered so true so yeah plaster in general like we're all we're all crushing on it i think just like these live living materials Mm -hmm. that feel organic feel organic yeah um one thing i'm like i notice it's fun to go to your pinterest and see like what am i consistently pinning right now that's like a theme it's fun because you can like see these like batches of like i was into that and i was into that and then my algorithm changed (laughs) um are these like courtyards like courtyards specifically with these like geometric um, gates that allow light to come in through peekaboos. And so it creates like really interesting light shadow plays throughout the day. And I have so many of them and I just love it. And it's totally giving me Mm -hmm. this like global vibe. Like I'm somewhere else. And I think we're going to do, I want to do it. Speaking of, speaking of Suze's algorithm, Suze has a courtyard at her house, seventies ranch style, metal gate you open it up and then you walk through the courtyard to get to the front door and there's planters lining the courtyard this is the first year in three years that she's planted the courtyard and suddenly she's seeing gates with light reflecting into courtyards 
Yeah. It's in your al- it's in her algorithm. <laughs> it's my algorithm. And she's and I know what's gonna happen. She's gonna make a gorgeous gate. gate. And it's gonna cast shadows on the beautiful garden. Love emergency gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> emergency gate. Thank you, Pinterest. And it's a ten it's a ten out of ten idea, oh, so you have to so do it. Good. It's gonna be you're gonna have to charge admission to get in once right. you do. It's so good. You I can't wait. But I, I love that time. so much. So I remember this. They, our terriers used to have this amazing screen that was like seven feet tall. Remember we did it we by did a it tub in the, bathroom. In yeah. the in French Modern Manor. Yep. And it was kind of that idea where it would cast these lacy shadows mm-hmm. onto the wall, and it was just like standing architecture in a room that you yeah. could buy as a screen. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, just like even like on brick buildings, I think I feel like you see this a lot in like like modern Spanish architecture where the subtraction of bricks, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like the allow the basically the piercing of light through spaces and what that does to a space. And it just like rocks my world. Also, don't you think it feels kind of 70s again, right? Totally 70s. Yeah. Like again, these like stacked, even like a wall of stacked cinders. I would totally do walls like that. Yeah. And like paint them. I'm like, how dope is that? Mm -hmm. Like, I love it so much. So good. Anyway, that's another thing I am, Abby, I'm crushing on. I love that. Yep. So good. Guys, thank you so much for coming on our trend crush with us Mm -hmm. today. We want to know what you're crushing on. So please write in and tell us and we'll do another trend crush episode in the future. Yes. Yes. Send us us your thoughts, your ideas, any questions you have. We will answer them here on Dear Alice at AliceLaneHome.com. Again, send any of those questions to Dear Alice at AliceLaneHome.com. And I just wanted to say, if you guys need any help at all with your spaces, we have an amazing team that works for free doing furniture for your home with all the resources at Alice Lane's Fingertips. We have hundreds of vendors. We make our own furniture as well. We have designers on standby that can throw your space in AutoCAD and get you the look that you really want. And it's called Home Furnishings Design. You can just click on the button, fill out the form, and somebody will call you and you can get started on your own space if you're wanting to just really work with somebody and fill your own trend crushes and make something that's uniquely you. Again, that's the Home Furnishings Design Service. So give it a try. It's amazing. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 